For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Thursday edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We have got a loaded show for all of you. Carrie Lake running for the Senate from Arizona. You may have heard about the recording controversy in the state of Arizona. Allegations that some were willing to pay her not to run for the Senate. Uh, We will talk about all of that drama with her as well as how things are looking in Arizona as we sit about 10 months out from Arizona being one of the four or five most important states in terms of who's going to be elected president of the United States. Also, our friend Riley Gaines will join us at 2. She works at OutKick. She is fighting for a crazy proposition. Women's sports should only be made up of women. Not by men pretending to be women. She will be in our New York City studio. Uh, Many of you, by the way, can watch all three hours of this program now. Uh, You can see us right now at clayandbuck.com. So you'll be able to see Riley. I think you'll be able to see Carrie Lake. There is now video accompaniment of all three hours of the program if you are on clayandbuck.com. So... Uh, We appreciate all of you who are watching there now, but certainly we also love all of you listening on our 500 AM FM affiliates nationwide. Uh, And we start with what is going on at the border down in Texas. Of all of the issues in 2024 that confront Joe Biden, crime, inflation, the economy, the war in the Middle East, the war in Europe, Nothing is as much of a problem for Joe Biden right now as the continued influx of illegal immigrants across our southern border. And the Supreme Court has gotten involved. The courts in general have gotten involved. The Fifth Circuit, which is the circuit court before the Supreme Court, has been considering a question of whether or not Texas can put up barbed wire, razor wire, to try to dissuade people from crossing the Rio Grande River coming into Texas and arguing that they deserve asylum in this country. And 
Buck, you've been down to the border before. You know how this process works. Many of you out there listening to us uh, have been paying attention to this uh, story for a long time. This is what really got Donald Trump elected in 2016 was his recognition of how the southern border had become effectively a sieve. And I want to read from a letter that Greg Abbott put out yesterday, which echoed like wildfire, just spread like crazy through social media. Uh, And this is the last two paragraphs of that letter uh, that I thought were the most cogent and compelling. We essentially have a battle between the state of Texas over whether they can try to restrict uh, the illegal immigrants entering in the state of Texas or not with the power of Joe Biden under immigration policy. And here's what uh, here's what Greg Abbott, governor of Texas, wrote. James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, and other visionaries who wrote the U.S. Constitution foresaw states should not be left to the mercy of a lawless president who does nothing to stop external threats, uh, threats like cartels smuggling millions of illegal immigrants across the border. That's why the framers included clauses uh, that says... Uh, Each state shall be protected against invasion and state's sovereign interest in protecting their borders. The failure of the Biden administration to fulfill these duties has basically left it to Texas to invoke its right of self-defense and constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. This is a supreme law of the land, supersedes any federal statutes. The Texas National Guard, the Texas Department of Public Safety, and other Texas personnel are acting on that authority as well as state law to secure the Texas border. Buck, this is a major inflection point, not only politically, but also morally as it pertains to our southern border. Well, you know, also, it's a recognition of what's really going on here that I think is sweeping over the country. We are losing our country. Uh, Because if you do not have a border, you do not have a country. It's just a question of, uh, what the timeline is, how quickly do the grains of uh, sand go to, to the bottom of the hourglass and it's all over. Uh, this is what is happening when you have on track for 8 million illegals in four years, 8 million. I mean, just to put that in perspective, everybody, by census data from about the year 2000 until the end of the Obama administration, I think it was, they were claiming there were 11 million total illegals in the United States. Okay. So you're looking at a, call it a 20-year, 16- to 20-year run, where they say, yeah, we've got about 11 million illegals that have in all that. By the way, that number was low and it was always inaccurate, but I'm just saying that was their official data. Now we're looking at 8 million in four years? And to give you a sense of how much that has accelerated, look, the state of Texas uh, is going forward with putting up the wire. All that the order really says, and you know, people are getting very, uh, very pugnacious in their legal analysis here. The order says that it really just removes the right, the stay on the federal government from removing. So the federal government is no longer blocked from removing the wire. That's what this does. State of Texas is like, all right, we're going to still find ways to put down wire. Governor Abbott is not backing down over this because you know what should happen? It should be a replication, Clay, of what we've seen with the migrants in the cities. This is what the libs want. They should get it. 
This is they, they want to pick this fight. They want to have an open border. Let's remind the country of it. Let's have federal resources spent at a time when the border is totally overwhelmed, when 100,000 Americans a year are dying of fentanyl overdoses, almost all of which is coming directly from Mexico. Let's have the Biden DHS removing barriers to illegal entry, focusing on that at this point in time, and let's get some video of it. Let's show people this in the months ahead. I think it's so critical. This- this puts Buck to the point. I, I think you're right. It is critical, but it also puts Biden between a rock and a hard place, right? Because if he tries to go and rip away this razor wire, this barbed wire, then it's clear that they want the southern border to be wide open. And only about 17, 15%, somewhere in that neighborhood, agree with the way that the Biden administration is handling the southern border. So. This is another example of one of these cases where you've got political, where you've got legal, where you have so many different intertwined complexities that if you try to enforce federal law, you are setting yourself up to rubber stamp the disaster that is going on on the border and own it. And also, Buck, with media there, because this is drawing even more attention to the chaos at the southern border. Remember, we started talking about this a while ago, and there were almost no media that would cover it. Remember when Fox had the drone up at Eagle Pass, and Fox News was the only outlet that would even talk about the disaster that was going on at the border? And the other media was horrified. They're like, how dare you show this critical story of national importance using drone footage? That's right. They were so upset that anybody was covering it at all. We kind of joked about this before. Uh, Bill Malugin is like the only guy that even covers the border, right? I mean, he's down there with his perfect hair, uh, you know, like uh, always at the uh, at the border. I was at the Patriot Awards recently, and somebody got up who was a border agent. Uh, they gave him an award. I think it was a year and a half ago or two years ago, maybe. And he said, uh, the most amazing thing about the border isn't, uh, you know, the natural beauty of Texas. It isn't, um, you know, uh, all the hard work that everybody puts in on Border Patrol. He said it's that Bill Malugin can fly in a helicopter wearing a helmet land take off his helicopter and his hair uh take off the, the the helicopter helmet and his hair is still absolutely perfect it was really funny when he was right. getting up talking about that bill malugin and i have something in common clay yes yes you guys are both indestructible you could you don't even need helmets and so what's wild about this is what does biden do let's pretend you were in the white house right now because it's not only a political problem it's also a legal problem and i would submit that Greg Abbott and all the other, there are a bunch of other governors yeah. now who have signed on with the idea being that Greg Abbott can defend Texas from invasion. I don't even know what they do, Buck. I, I well, don't see know here, here's how they the play this. Here's the issue, because because the, the Democrat base, the 20% of just, they, they'll, they love Biden, even though they know that he's a joke, and the, the, the hardcore of the Democrat Party is open borders. That's what's happened. You know, it used to be the Democrat Party um, was, you know, weak on immigration, but it was it, it wasn't the open door policy that it has turned into post Obama. And I would argue, and there's a whole conversation here, that this is all just an outgrowth of the Obama um, attitude toward illegal immigration, which is not surprising because Biden is really Obama's third term. Uh, but, Clay, on a on an election year, this is an issue where it's solidly 65 to 70 percent of the American people think this is a big problem. And the Supreme Court, to the point that you've been making about how, okay, well, at least they're establishing 
that there is federal supremacy on this, right? That this, that the yep. basically the White House gets to do what it wants on immigration. That does put it squarely at Biden's feet. This this isn't a oh you know, but but they're going to say it's all about Congress and the failure to act and all this stuff. Did you even see Mitch McConnell? Yeah, has said this. This was really interesting. Mitch McConnell has said that with Trump now as the de facto nominee, the politics of this has changed. No deal. I've been pounding the table on the show about how disastrous any kind of a deal would be. The deal is a sham. It just lets Democrats pretend they're doing something. When Mitch McConnell sees that Democrats are trying to pull one over, you know they're trying some shady stuff. Buck, I mean, we could be headed for a situation. And and by the way, I'd love to hear from, if there are any, let me toss out, constitutional scholars in the audience. I don't mean people who took constitutional law, because I did that. I mean people who are actual constitutional scholars. 800-282-2882. Buck, we could be headed for a situation where Joe Biden uses the National Guard to stop the Texas National Guard, right, the state Texas State Guard, from being able to defend the southern border. And I don't even know what that interplay would look like for the federal government to be rolling in. Can you imagine the optics on this? Rolling into the southern border and ripping down all of the obstacles that the state of Texas is trying to put in place to keep immigrants from entering the country. The optics on that occurring are so staggeringly bad for Biden that it makes it difficult for me to even think how he could play it. Abbott has really checkmated Joe Biden. And I think we have to give credit to Greg Abbott, by the way. Greg Abbott started these migrant buses going to New York and D.C. and Chicago and all of these sanctuary cities. And I think many people kind of rolled their eyes when this started, believing that the impact of that would be relatively non-existent. Instead, Greg Abbott has brought the left to its knees in this country by simply asking them and forcing them to deal with the consequences of their policy choices. That's all he's done. This all falls in line with what we're seeing, which is by sending, and he, remember the busing was started by Abbott, he is making people see and making people talk about the open border that is a choice of lawlessness, a choice of nullification of federal sovereignty by the Biden White House. People have to see it, they have to deal with it, and now they have to know it. And I think this is, if you had a strong Democrat in office right now, this would be a problem. For a super weak Democrat like Joe Biden, I think they're going to start to panic over this in time. I really do. And and I think, again, the lesson for everybody out there listening in congressional offices and Senate law offices is when your opponent lights themselves on fire, don't start dancing with them. Let them deal with the fact that they have lit themselves on fire. A lot of times it seems to me Republicans stumble into the fire, too, um, and, and end up a part of the uh, conflagration. Mitch McConnell's listening to yes. you. Because there are Republicans in the Senate who are, oh, this is a good deal. The worst Republicans, think of the worst Republicans in the Senate. They all want to do this bipartisan immigration deal. And Mitch is like, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, good credit. Give him credit for this because, again, this is the signature issue, I think, of Trump 2024. You know, Buck and I are history nerds, and we're proud of it. But a lot of young people out there today, they don't know anything about history. 
and they're being constantly manipulated by what they see on social media. They have a goldfish-style memory, no understanding or comprehension or perspective of what the country and its history represents. That's why Hillsdale's important. Hillsdale's been leading the way in promoting civic education. The administration and faculty at Hillsdale, in fact, are a group of Americans who learned the true history of our country. The good, the bad, the ugly. It's the same group of Americans doesn't take our freedoms for granted and appreciates the sacrifices of men and women who've defended our borders and stood up for democracy when it was needed most. You'll be able to hear one of their latest forms of education, actual radio commercials called Constitution Minutes. These are short, clear lessons on the principles of liberty available to hear on demand at clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. Now more than ever, it's critical. The next generation not only learns our history, but understands the importance of defending our freedoms. That's clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. Clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just as we were talking about Senator Mitch McConnell and the backdoor machinations in the Senate around immigration, Clay, New York Times, I, I, as we were talking about this, this just popped on Twitter five minutes ago as we were on air, Senator Mitch McConnell privately told Republicans that Donald Trump had put his party in a quandary over a bipartisan deal that the GOP has tied to Ukraine aid, according to lawmakers participating in the meeting. Others have reported on this, too. I think it is true. It makes sense. What doesn't make sense, what's crazy, and always was, Clay, was we have an invasion coming over our border, so to buy off Democrats and some Republicans who are rhinos, we have to tie it to the endless war that we're funding in Ukraine? 
Like, yeah. One has nothing to do with the other. This is just the worst kind of weak Republican politics. And just Trump being the nominee is putting a grinding halt to it, it seems. Yeah, look, I, I, I just hope that Republicans don't manage to get themselves all intertwined in this mess. Joe Biden has had and allowed and permitted wide open borders. And we've been hammering it on this show. I think the most egregious of everything was when you couldn't get on an airplane and go to Mexico uh, and come back in without having a negative COVID test. But we had millions of people walking across the southern border. Novak Djokovic wasn't able to come in and play at uh, at the U.S. Open. And millions of people are walking across the southern border. As you pointed out, Buck, I mean... You don't have to have the COVID shot for your kids to be enrolled in New York City schools if you're an illegal immigrant, but everybody else seems to uh, be required for that. So um, Trump has set the agenda. This is a huge win, both politically and morally, right? It has the, the combination of being both right on what's best for the country and also politically advantageous. And I really, I guarantee you they're right now in the Biden White House panicked because they, Buck, they don't know what to do. Can you imagine if they send in National Guard to rip down all of the barricades and keep the Texas State Guard from being able to defend the the, the borders of the state of Texas? I mean, this is the definition of an impeachable offense. The, the, for, forget about what the Supreme Court even says. Of it. Look at the optics, Clay. Yes. They're going to be tearing what, yes. it. I mean, the actual visuals that we're going to be able to get, and we need to get, of them doing this. It's crazy. Yes, and it needs to be a part of every television ad that's being run. And this is what happens. If the if the Supreme Court's going to defer to the president when it comes to immigration authority, that makes the consequences of who wins the presidential election even more important. If you want to save $1,000 right now, you can switch your cell phone service from Verizon, T-Mobile, or AT&T to Pure Talk. You'll sign on with a company that sees our nation the same way you do. Pure Talk appreciates your values. One of the reasons they've been advertising on this program since day one. Pure Talk will give you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network for half the price of the other guys. With unlimited plans starting at just 20 bucks a month, the average size family saves almost $1,000 a year. My family is on Pure Talk. Your family can be as well. They're a veteran-owned company that you can feel proud to do business with. Customer service team, 100% U.S.-based, best in the business. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck to join your fellow Americans. Make the switch today. That's dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck. You can save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talk. Disaster at the border. I don't know. uh, Have we gotten any constitutional law scholars? Has anybody left uh, the... uh, (laughs) I don't know if we have any. uh, But I would love to hear somebody try to break this down who is much smarter than I am, who has had more than just uh, con law in law school. But, Buck, uh, here is Greg Abbott, by the way, also a Vanderbilt Law School grad, uh, as am I. So let's see what he said. I believe this was on Fox News earlier today. Listen to Cut 4. You said the Supreme Court said what Texas cannot do. If you look at what the Supreme Court actually issued, they didn't write any type of opinion. All they did was to vacate a Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals order and to send it back to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. It's two sentences. There, there was no opinion about anything mm-hmm. about razor wire or what Texas is doing or anything like that. But that point aside, regardless of what 
federal statute may exist. The supremacy clause means that the Constitution itself is the supreme law of the land. The Constitution itself provides Texas with a right of self-defense in this case because the United States has abandoned its responsibility to defend Texas. Okay, so we're going to have Stephen Miller tomorrow, but I think that is an interesting angle that they are taking. And this is where, Buck, I really can't remember any situation short of, uh, obviously, integration of schools when the National Guard was called in in the South and there was a uh, there was a requirement that students be able to enter in the 1950s and maybe the 1960s integration of universities but in the last 50 years i can't think of any situation where the national guard could be called in to do something different than what the state would do and buck the difference here is the in the, in the 50s and 60s the federal government was trying to provide constitutional rights to all its citizens, right? That was the ostensible reason for the, the government being called in, uh, for Eisenhower calling in the, the federal government, as I, as I recall in my studies. Here, Texas is trying to defend itself from a foreign adversary, and Joe Biden is not allowing the state to defend its citizens. This is right. really a different dynamic. It's almost it's Civil actually War like it's the federal government, or I should say, it's the Biden White House nullifying congressional statute. I mean, so so the the initial congressional, I mean, the initial um, constitutional violation is that the Biden White House isn't enforcing immigration laws. I mean, the, the, it is on the books. It is the law that yes. you must detain someone who comes in illegally. You are not supposed to just be playing catch and release all the time. That's not the way the law is written. But what they do is they're effectively using an extreme situation of, oh, if you are here and you will die if you go back to your home country, so you need asylum, we'll put you in this separate process. They are exploiting this loophole. And this has become de facto national immigration policy, which is a complete disaster. So I think that um, Greg Abbott is absolutely in the right here. Let's keep in mind, there were four Supreme Court justices. They're pretty smart dudes who were like, you know what? This actually should stay. I'm meaning that the, the stay should stay. They shouldn't be allowed to remove this razor wire on Texas soil. There's no reason. There's no rationale for this. The only rationale is they want more illegal immigration. But now you get to, well... What are they going to do about it? Oh, are, are they going to start? Are you going to start sending FBI agents to arrest Texas National Guard for doing what the governor of Texas says? And remember, it's not like they're locking people up and beating them in cells or something. They're putting barriers up so that illegals won't come in. You're going to arrest them for that? Uh, it's This is going to get very tricky. Abbott was right on the beginning. Uh, give him credit. When he was initially bussing people, and there were people in the right clay who were saying, it's a stunt. It's not a stunt, it's strategy, and it's working. Buck, here's the next step. What happens if other states start sending their own state National Guard troops to help Texas secure its own border? Because right now, it's Texas v. Biden, right? The state of Texas National Guard, State Guard, against potentially federal troops. What happens if Arkansas and Oklahoma border states with Texas that probably see a decent amount of influx. What happens if Florida? What happens if Tennessee? What happens if Georgia? You're seeing all these southern states endorse. In fact, 
I believe we have a cut of Ron DeSantis, also a lawyer who understands and has been involved in this with what he did with Martha's Vineyard. Florida certainly historically has seen a large influx of uh, immigration, not only from Cuba, but from other island nations, people trying to get into Florida. Here's what Ron DeSantis had to say about the actions undertaken by Governor Greg Abbott of Texas. If the Constitution was originally understood to mean that a state could not protect itself against an invasion, that the federal government could force a state to allow an invasion, the Constitution would have never been ratified in the first place. Texas would have never joined the Union when it did. Uh, And if you look at Federalist 46, uh, James Madison talks about situations where federal encroachment can be mitigated by state action. So you have Texas here uh, that's holding its ground. They have every right to fortify the border vis-a-vis an invasion. And that's Article 1, Section 10 of the Constitution. Uh, so, So they're in the right. Buck, this is such DeSantis wheelhouse. Nerdy, policy focused, application of Federalist 48. I mean, this is like law nerd heaven nirvana. This is where DeSantis is at his best. I think this is where Greg Abbott is at his best in the nuance of policy, applying it. Um, and I think they're legally on very sound terrain here. He's effectively saying that the Constitution is not a suicide pact for our sovereignty. You can't allow the dissolution of the United States. If the federal government is going to completely abandon its role in controlling our borders, the federal government is losing the right to claim that it's actually enforcing the rule of law, period. And we've reached the point now where it is inescapably obvious what is going on here and that this is a de facto policy of the Biden administration. We have plenty of numbers. It used to be, just to be clear, Clay, people would say, let it play out. Let's see how many of them actually get asylum. Let's see how many of them show up at their hearings. Now we know the answer is almost none. The whole thing is a scam. The whole thing was a lie. But as is so often the case, what the left is doing here, the Democrat Party representing the ideological left, they're exploiting the goodwill and good faith of the American people. We're a nation of immigrants. We should take in some asylum seekers to ram through a policy that they could never get through actual representative government, that they could never actually get in this republic if they were being uh, honest about it. So they do it by stealth. The whole thing is a disgrace. And a couple of things. One, on your asylum claim front, they're now giving people court cases in the 2030s. I want you to think about how crazy that is. How many of you sitting right now could plan what your life is going to look like for sure in 2031 or 2032 to say nothing of how you might have new kids, grandkids, new jobs. You might live in a different state. I mean, this is wild. Second part of this, and I think it's very important. Joe Biden has the constitutional authority to send as many troops to the southern border as he wanted to to end this situation with illegal immigration. He has the constitutional authority. This is one of the takeaways uh, that I think is significant of what the Supreme Court, I think based on this, uh, the the way they handled this Fifth Circuit uh, decision, and Abbott is right, it's not an official opinion and everything else, but the indications of the way they have ruled suggest that they are going to allow the president great deals of power as it comes to implementing policy on the southern border and immigration law in general. That's why who the president is so important. But Biden here is trying to effectively open the border 
if he wanted to send 100,000 National Guard troops to the southern border to restrict all entry at major ports of call, he could do that. He has the federal authority to do it. He doesn't need Congress to pass some law to do that. And it's worth remembering that the same people who act like they are powerless to do anything about the millions of people, first of all, they are breaking the law. Very important everybody remembers that. I don't just mean by staying here. When they enter the country, they have violated U.S. law. There is there is clear grounds for just saying, if the executive branch said, you came in illegally, you're out. They could do it. But instead, they say, no, we're going to let you claim defensive asylum. Clay, all they have to do, it's a matter of, of bureaucratic interpretation, is say, look, we don't think you passed the credible fear test. The Biden White House could say, all these people, unless they have documentation handy, no more passing the initial stage of the credible fear test. You're gone. You're being deported. You're being sent back. You know, we're not locking people up for 20 years. We're not separating families. You're going back to the country that you're from. Okay. Yeah. That's what needs to happen or else we have an open borders country, which is what we have right now. So people are seeing this, I think, for the first time. Um, and look, uh, the, the busing to New York, because you have Democrats who are crying about it now. That's yeah. the thing. You know, Democrats are saying they can't handle the pain of uh, the pain. Let's come back and we'll talk more about this. We'll also take some of your calls. 800-282-2882. Oh, and I was going to say, there was the people that uh, Clay took all the power in their hands under. It's a COVID emergency. We have to mask you up and four shots in your arm. And oh, my gosh, because, you know, there's a virus in the air that's just going to make its way through everybody, infect everybody. And, you know, that's what ended up happening. They can't do anything about the border. They can't figure out anything at the border, really. No, no emergency status at the border for the president. He could send 100,000 troops to the southern border if he wanted to without any congressional authority. He could also just tell Immigration and Customs Enforcement to start deporting anyone who enters illegally. Or That's put a it. lot of razor wire up. Put a lot of razor wire up. Build a wall. I don't know. There's a yeah. bunch of things that could probably get done here. All right, look, I, I'm getting pretty good, I got to tell you. I'm not trying to be uh, patting myself on the back too much here, but my picks, I've I've made some uh, made some great picks here, and the and the money is starting to flow. My friend Clay Travis gives me great tips when I use Prize Picks for all football related things. But the Australian Open is going on right now, Mister Clay, and you so know I'm a lot picking, about tennis. It's true. I, I this play is your a lot of tennis. I know tennis. I don't talk about it much on the show because I think about five percent of you listening care about tennis, maybe less. But, uh, you know, I got Novak Djokovic against Sinner. I'm thinking less than 40 games are going to be played. Daniil Medvedev, more than 42 games because you got two Russians who hate each other who are going to be slugging it out on that tennis court. Medvedev versus Zverev. So I'm just saying prize picks. I'm into it, friends. It's a lot of fun. It's really easy. Once you get going, when you get to the great thing is not only are you picking whether someone's going to be above or below the stat, you also get to pick the sport. So I asked Clay, I talked about this yesterday. I said, wait, hold on a second. There's tennis, right? Yes, there is. Tennis, basketball, football, all the sports you can think of that are big, you can have your picks. Now, Clay, you're giving us your picks tomorrow, right? Well, That's I don't right. Jump For the, the NFC the and the AFC championship game, I will give you those tomorrow. And I hate to admit it, but he's pretty good at this. So he's probably going to give you some great picks. I don't know if you should follow my Novak and Medvedev picks here, but it'll be fun. I promise you that much. You can turn $10 into $1,000 with just a few taps. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy platform also to have injury insurance to keep you in the game. So even if one of your players goes down, it's not all over for you, right? Seven million sports fans have signed up with Prize Picks today. I'm looking at the app right now on my phone. Clay's got it on his. It's a lot of fun, and it'll make watching sports 
that much more enjoyable. You can talk to your buddies, your friends about it. Prize Picks will also match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. Just download the Prize Pick app and use code Buck. That's code Buck when you download the Prize Picks app, and they'll do a deposit match of up to a hundred dollars. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's easy. Check it out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Talking about the really the biggest story in the country right now um, has certainly taken center stage after uh, New Hampshire earlier in the week. We'll talk more about where that is and, and the latest uh, about all things Nikki Haley. Um, my my friend, Mr. Clay Travis, got a little bit of attention on social media yesterday for his it's Nikki ev- Haley everywhere. SVP take. Can I tell you, I'm I'm having old friends since childhood like text or DM me being like, you got to tell Clay that this can't happen. I'm like, I'm not, I'm neither in charge of what Clay says nor in charge of what Trump I ju- will do. I, I, I want to you know. win. I want to win. And I think she would help win. But I I do think it's funny when people think that I'm like going to be able to convince you. I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. Clay, when Clay is dug in, I, ca- I can't do a thing about it. Um, We'll take some of your calls. Well, 800-282-2882 on those lines. Quick VIP here, uh, email via VIP email. Which you should go to clayandbuck.com for that, by the way. You can also stream three hours of the show at clayandbuck.com, which is a lot of fun. You can see Clay and I, we have quite a collection of t-shirts. T- I mean, the, the finest, the finest t-shirt apparel. Um, uh, no, but honestly, it's, it's fun because it's like you're all hanging out with us. So, uh, this is from Diana and Bill. Gentlemen, back in June 2023, Supreme Court struck down Biden's student loan forgiveness. He's going through the Department of Education to get rid of some of the debt. What's the difference that Texas attempts to do here to protect its border versus Biden paying student loan debt? No, I, I, from Diane and Bill Clay, I think this is a very astute observation. 
and and again, I don't want to keep being that guy who's like, but look what I told you. Obama lost 11 of 13 times at the Supreme Court when it came to executive action. He overreached constantly. Now, there were some people who said, see, he's losing. Well, yeah, but he would do things, his administration would do things that would go into effect for months that sometimes would leave the groundwork for other things, and then it would only eventually get overturned in the courts. It would have to make it through the because sometimes they don't put on a stay. Sometimes it's allowed to continue. So Biden basically ignores the court on these issues and finds a way around it when he wants and then pretends like he's holier than thou the moment the Supreme Court actually gives him an, a, an opinion that he wants. Yeah, which is why yesterday I said behind the scenes here, what I think is going on is they're always, especially John Roberts, trying to balance the equities. That is, they don't want to be seen. They don't want to have a term where every single opinion they they come down with is on the side of the right. They want to try to balance it out. John Roberts is big for trying to find a way to have a consensus opinion or majority opinion without getting to the underlying issues. And that's why I think on some level, this may be a clue that they are going to be very beneficial to Trump in some of the rulings that are to come, and they don't want to also look like they're throwing the book at Biden on the border. But again, Biden doesn't need Congress to act for him to secure the southern border. He has the ability to do that under his existing presidential powers. So what he's trying to do by getting Republicans in Congress involved is make it look like that Republicans have been complicit for the problem at the border, and then he can say, look, I brought the country together and solved this issue. Oh, by the way, in an election year? Why didn't he solve it in 2021? Why didn't he solve it in 2022? Why didn't he solve it in 2023? Because he didn't want to. He knows that once these people are in the country, it becomes almost impossible to get them out of the country. We're going to talk, by the way, with Stephen Miller tomorrow, just for everybody out there who is wondering, hey, can we get an expert on what exactly things would, how it would change with Trump in office? The big problem is, how are you going to deport? I mean, this is an honest question. 10 million people. Physically, you, how is that I, even I, possible? I could, we could address this. Um, you have to start by deporting a million and then see how many of the rest self-deport before they realize they're not getting amnesty and they're not getting citizenship. Well, That's- I think certainly it stops the flow, but the people who are already here, the challenge is getting them out, which I think Democrats know. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. 
Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.